Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Call her and 
whatever you can do with that. But uh, I'm going to get into a couple things in my life. Uh, you know, I talk about things and I always say truth and proving it. Well, the most important person you got to prove anything to is yourself. Accepting something doesn't mean you proved it to yourself. Believing in something doesn't mean you proved it to yourself. But I have this thing, if you can't prove it to yourself, you really don't need to accept it either. Uh, we'll, we'll learn. We, we each learn uh, our lessons in a lifetime, what we're supposed to, hopefully. And that leads us to the next step, providing we listen and we follow through. But if you're not willing to take the step, you're not going to go much further down the road. So, uh, I play dreams. Uh, dreams are important. I talked about dreams the other day, but uh, understanding them, translating them, separating them from your reality. Uh, not every dream can be fulfilled, which some people think they can. Uh, sometimes dreams are not realistic in any way, but in reality, they're there for a reason, so you really should learn and understand them at some level because they can only help you. Make you feel good, make you feel bad. Make you understand something or not. But there are multiple levels within a dream, and you're in different forms in the dream as well. I mean, there's a couple different roles you can play, being the person that's in the dream, being the person watching the person in the dream, or being the person that's watching the person inside the dream, and being both. So it's how gifted or how aware you are how much capabilities you have when you're doing that. I like to be in the dream, but I like to be outside watching it as well, so that I can always go in and out of it when I want to or need to. Sometimes you just want to get out of it. Sometimes you want to go into it to fix it. I usually try to fix a dream if it's pretty messed up, because that energy goes with you for the rest of the day, even at a subconscious level. And sure, you have multiple dreams. You have like a thousand anywhere from 100 to 1,000 in, in the night. Uh, and you remember any of them? Usually the last one. So uh, there's a lot of things going on. And inside the mind, soul, and spirit is a game. Each one's pushing what they want information around. So it's up to you to use soul to get to the truth and take out of the mind what it's programmed to believe about it. With that, I'm going to tell you real stories of my life the truth behind and what's going on within things that I talked about or I don't talk about now what I'm going to talk about today I usually don't get into uh, I just feel I live in Hawaii, I came here for a reason and all that so uh, this is all important to me uh, I'm not going to say it might not be important to you because I don't know where you're at right now with this whole election thing and president this that and what he's saying but we need to be responsible for what we create in our lives. And there's many things that help you, which I'm going to go into these things that help me see things beyond the norm. Sure, you could look at life and say, well, everything's normal the way it's supposed to be. But then little things happen. Well, it was luck. It was a vision. It was a dream. It was a miracle. I mean, you could put all kind of words to things that happen. But I'll tell you this. Soul is always aware. The mind isn't. Even when you have an accident, even when something goes down, soul sees it before it happens. And it can't stop mind, because if you don't know how to listen to soul, obviously you're going to listen to the mind. 
And the mind's already saying, uh-oh, and then it's already too late. So I'm going to incorporate a legend. And it's a really important legend to the Native Nation. All right, I'm going to go into that for a couple reasons, and as I go through it, you'll understand it. Uh, part Native, dancing half of my life all around the United States, getting to be with many elders, medicine people, uh, for hours or all night, whatever, uh, and then studying with a medicine woman for 26 years as well. So I have my groundwork down. Uh, I was invited to certain ceremonies out in South Dakota, which I'll talk about. So I, it's part of my life, but even though it wasn't all my life, because my mother never told me the truth until I was older. But I'm gonna try to try to remember that I, that I mix things up a lot when I speak. So try to follow along. I'm sorry about that. Just the way my mind works, it doesn't work. Uh, so the legend will be about the white buffalo. And the white buffalo stem from the white buffalo calf woman, uh, which is the, one of the main, main sacred stories that they use in their history, in their life. How real or not, we'll talk about that. Uh, so, what I'm going to start with in, in the, on this planet, in the birth of buffaloes, even way back hundreds of years, it was one out of 10 million births would produce a white buffalo. Uh, and the numbers of buffalo being born and stuff is pretty far down the road. They, they slaughtered so many buffaloes through history. The cavalry just shot them for no reason. Uh, then when the native people herded them off a cliff and stuff, they slaughtered a whole, a whole tribe of them. And it's just sad because, you know, we always take more than we need, always. We eat more than we need, always. It's just man's ego, mind, programming, however you want to look at it. Now, the story of the buffalo that was born, I think it was called Lucky, L-U-C-Y. I'm bad. I'm uh, no, I didn't even write the name down. I just all I can say, it changes color, and it went from okay. It starts off black when it's warm, then it turns red, then it turns yellow, and then it turns white. Kind of the color they use for the four directions. Uh, I just made a medicine wheel, and that's the color of my medicine wheel. And I didn't even think about it when I made it. Uh, the belief is about the white buffalo. Hold on a second. Let me see who's in here. Hello? Can you hear me? Uh, yes, yes. This is uh, Mike from Singapore. How are you, my friend? All right. How are you? I didn't hear from you in a long time. I know, I know. I was busy. Yes, 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 yes. I know. Uh, so first of all, I need to give congratulations for at least the Democrats got the House of Rep. So right now, the tension between the people it goes down a lot, lot more. Do, well, what do you think true. of that, my friend? No, I agree. You know, it's, it's a good thing. Uh, I'm all for it. Uh, I went out and voted yesterday. Uh, I do what I can 
and I'm just glad it went that way. It could have been a little bit better, but it could have been a lot worse. So I'm happy with what happened. Uh, at least it's a step. People actually feel what's going on and are getting involved. So it's critically uh, a major event that happened in history. For I mean, Trump makes it like he won everything, but he didn't. Uh, yeah. But in the interim, people got something out of it. And they realize they can actually do something, which is a good thing. Right. People realize, hey, if we really do go out and vote and we all try to do something, we might be able to change something. So, yeah, it was a really critical thing. Uh, did you read the hey. title today, what I'm going to talk about by any chance? Uh, mm, uh, let me go one second. Uh, to, uh, okay, yeah, your show is right here. Actually, your show doesn't show in the Black Talk. I don't know what's wrong. Black Talk has changed their format now. I mean, sometimes uh, they only show a couple of shows on, and then you have to go two, three, four uh, shows ahead, and then you see more live shows. It, it well, there's only or? there's only one live show. There's only one live show, and that's the first one that you see. Because it'll say you have to read the thing. It'll say three weeks old. I don't know why it says that, but it'll say. I know, you. I know. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that yet. I'll find out. But uh, I yeah. send the link out with the actual address to get into the show, and that's the title of the show. Uh, so you would actually have to type that on the end of Blog Talk Radio. But no, in no, the interim, I, I see that. A story of legend, real or not, the white bu- uh, buffalo woman. Yeah, right. that was the Indians are waiting. I think uh, still are waiting. I believe, if I'm not no, wrong. No, no, no. For, no, you uh, are. No, no. I, I'm going to explain that. I'm going to go into that because I'm re- I'm yes. part of that in some way, uh, and I'm going to explain that. So, could you try to hold off? And let me get into this so I can get people understanding what I'm talking about today. Uh, stay I right put my there, on the mute. Okay. I put my right. on the mute and I listen to you. Sure. All right. Okay. All right. Now, what I was talking about, the legend of the white buffalo woman, uh, uh, brought the white buffalo story out as well. Now, getting back to one out of 10 million births produce a white buffalo. And it doesn't happen often. Uh, so it happened and this, this, a calf was born. It was called Lucky. Uh, and it changed colors four times in its life. But it had a short life. It died in, I think it was four years, which is a really short time. Uh, at the end of the death of that calf, there was another white buffalo born. But sadly, that buffalo was slaughtered by, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, renegade people that are against native people or evil people, I mean, there's lots of words we can call them, but they truly were, I have no clue, but just totally ignorant and evil. Uh, they slaughtered the buffalo and they put it on a fence. Uh, and that was the last white buffalo of the, I mean, of the prophecy when it came out. But the whole prophecy was based on the story of the white buffalo woman. I'm going to go into that, but I want to explain why this is all important to me, probably more than most people, including to a lot of the native people. I want to say this too. At the same time, the original birth of the white buffalo, there was a white deer born in Ireland. And they sanctioned all the land where it was off. My friend was there when she, and, and she saw the, 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 
the, the, the calf. Uh, so uh, it was a critical thing happening to the world for some reason. Uh, if you believe in prophecies and, and all that, uh, they all come into effect. But there's also the opposite side, what happens after the prophecy is told, and it doesn't happen. And I'm going to go into that as well. Because, uh, like I said, two buffaloes died. I don't know what happened to the deer. I don't know if they actually could protect it long enough to keep it alive. I mean, great white hunters like to go after white lions, never mind a white deer. Uh, we got sick people on this planet uh, that love to kill things for no reason, or for fun, or for pleasure. I mean, even Trump's son killed lions and, and was out there, the game hunter as well. Uh, and then uh, the story about that little girl that killed the white lion and she was sitting on top of it. I mean, people teach their children to be like that. I don't know what kind of pathetic people, where they came from or what they think about in their life, but it's not good. All right. Uh, so now the second white buffalo died not too much later. And it was a sad thing. Uh, but here's the thing. When you have a prophecy based on something and that something dies, it changes the prophecy. But for me, all right, my life started when I was little. I had one of my first outrageous spiritual experiences when I was six. And I can't say I understood it completely when I was six years old. And then I had another one right after it. And I couldn't understand that. But as a child, I always dressed as a native little boy. I had a costume. I used to wear it all the time. Uh, and I, I used to watch cowboy and Indian movies and always start crying. I hated when they killed the native people. Always couldn't understand it. Uh, and when you're little and you're involved with energy and, and reality, it becomes a little bit different because nobody could tell me what was going on and what wasn't going on. But I knew there was something happening. At that time, talking about six years old till I was 12, I was already trying to understand things about angels, demons, and aliens. Uh, I was affected by them already. Within six to 12, I had all those kind of experiences. And I was trying to understand it, separating them. And then the other thing that I had with that as well was I always felt Jesus was my brother without knowing why either. So, and it wasn't programming. The church didn't say Jesus was your brother. I mean, I was brought up a Protestant, had to go to church every Sunday. I didn't believe anything they said, whatever, the stories and all that. But I did believe Jesus was an important figure. Uh, not that we re I really understood it at that time from my age. But I did learn, and I did have my experience. I wrote my book on that as well. So, but as a human race of people, we need to look for the truth behind any legend we hear. Uh, you can call them myth. I mean, that's another word to use, myths of ancient time. Ancient Aliens talks a lot about myths. I mean, there was a show called Myths. Myths. Sorry, I can't say it right. Uh, but are they real? Do they have any truth to them? If so, how much? How do we find out that... Uh, not that we ever will. Not in general. When I say we, I mean the world. I found my truth. I found the truth to many things that people don't want to hear, want to know, and things like that. But for me, I understand it. And I know the difference between a story and a lie and a fantasy and a dream. And they're all kind of different. 
for man rewrites everything. And when they do that, they always add their own twist to it. When a story is told over and over, and I'm sure you know this, over and over, it gets changed. And it becomes something different. You could say two men, and it will be about two women, or it will be about a man and a woman, and it will get changed. It goes around a hundred people, never mind thousands and thousands of years in between. Man gives into his ego a lot. And the ego is affected by the programming that the world gives us. Whether it's our government, our leaders, our parents. It's all called programming. None of them are teaching you anything about spirit, God, and the truth. It's based on feelings and emotions. It's based on what other people said and tried to prove, which they didn't. So the only thing we have in this world right now as proof of, of the things we talk about is pictures. Sure, there's artifacts of ancient pyramids and things like that. But to think about all the things that are missing from the picture is a problem. You say, this is where these Egyptians lived and they did all this. Where's, all, where's everybody? Where's the skeletons? Where's, how'd they get their food? And all the other little things that make it real. And then how did it really just die and, and all those questions that get stuck into that. Because it's all transposed. None of it's as real as it seems or in the way it's supposed to be. So now, when we listen to these stories on ancient aliens and they, all these speakers that are out there making tons of money, people go out and spend money to, pay com- to go to conferences to listen to these guys say, well, I think it's this, and I think it could be that. Thinking doesn't mean a thing. Wishful thinking is useless. Dreaming, fantasizing, it's, it's only a game to the mind or to the ego. Now, in this world of UFOs and everything else, it's another problem. Now, proof, the only proof citizens have is being an eyewitness of seeing a ship above them or something like that, or seeing a picture on the internet. There's no other proof. So now we go into the fact that, okay, they're coming up with... Uh, Artifacts, but now I just heard today they found a pix- pixie skeleton. I don't know in South South uh, South Carolina or somewhere, and science is saying that it's a real skeleton of a little creature, but it's kind of human. It has a round head, has eyes, arms, legs, a skeleton has a chest and everything. So they don't know what it is, but they call it a pixie. Uh, and I, I, I'm going to go into that at the end of today because I, I dealt with all the elementals and all those kind of things. So I don't want to go into that yet. I want to finish up on the two parts that I want to deal with first, and that's the buffalo and dolphins. So I take a lot of pictures. My Sergio 18 and me and I, we did a lot of photography together. We filmed just about every kind of creature, entity, and ship that's out there. Probably more than anybody else in the United States or the world, per se. Now, he has certain abilities. I have certain abilities. I'm not bragging. He's not bragging. Well, you know, when you talk about yourself, it's always considered bragging. When you do something, something else that nobody else can do, it's still bragging to them. Well, he says he can do that. Well, maybe he can. Maybe I can. The only thing I can say is look at our proof. Look at what we have to offer about what we talk about. Most people talk about everything, and they got zero proof. I mean, Sergeant 18 put a picture of the first ghost I shot up on on his site last week. 
so there's pictures of things we have taken over over years and uh, proven uh, that they're there at some level, some vibrational point. Uh, so I only talk from direct experience, from personal experience. Sure, I'll talk about good friends of mine that I work with and trust uh, about what they say. But even at that, I have to go inside myself to make sure I feel it's true or real. Like this Sunday, I'm going to have a special guest on who I consider one of the top exorcists in the United States on on Sunday. Uh, and that should be a really interesting show. We don't agree on everything. Nobody agrees on everything. We agree on some things. We agree on a lot of things. And some things we totally do not agree on. But that's what makes us different. That's not. That's what separates us, separates us from all being one. One meaning all accepting the same ideas, same truth, same belief, same religion. We don't. And that's a good thing for soul. Otherwise, it wouldn't need to be here. So, uh, if you want to see those pictures, go to uh, Sergeant 18, his site. Uh, he's got them on video on Stranger, Strange, or ER, Universe. And he's putting up videos every day. The one he put up today is really scary about what's happening where we did all our UFO work and shot all these pictures of all these different entities, creatures, and, and the story is incredible, but it's not my story to tell right now. So uh, check it out. Sargell 18 on Stranger Universe. All right. Now, the lures are different between the physical world and the astral plane. And we live between the two now. The vortex between the two opened up and we're kind of merging together. So we deal with a lot more entities, creatures, and all these strange phenomena. But uh, what I suggest to anybody listening, whatever you see, whatever you hear, go inside yourself, go into your own heart. Not the physical heart that's beating because that's just a, a body part. But what we perceive as our deep inner soul body. And see what you feel about something before you accept it. Don't be brainwashed. Don't be pushed to shove. Don't accept something just because it's there. Well, the birth of the white buffalo is so important. It was showing mankind we could bring something positive into this world. And that's why the deal. Now, in Ireland, the Celtic religion is very much like the native religion. The way they pray the, 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 uh, to nature, animals, and all those kind of things. It's very similar. So for them to have the elk... Uh, the deer born at the same time was a miracle. Oh, sorry. The buffalo's name was a miracle, not not Moose Bucky. Uh, so, sorry about that. Uh, so now, did you want to say something? Yeah, I, uh, is that also uh, my, my tria, uh that they keep saying that he, he was... 20, I mean, over uh, 2,000 years he was in the uh, cave as the light. And then he came, and then Matria, uh, and uh, do you remember uh, the George Nuri at right. uh, Coast to Coast? One time, as uh, it, the video is there, they talked with the ex a spokesperson for Matria. I mean, he got the uh, the worst headache that he had to cut off the show with uh, with him. 
So who is, is it? Matsya is is uh, also uh, is is who belongs to whom? How is that possible? You be two hundred two thousand years in the cave, and now you come, and then sometimes he appears uh, with the. Uh, uh, lots of heavy police and military. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, uh, Stories, legends, deities, about deities and angels and all those things, uh, and mythical beings, are great stories. That's why I'm saying the first thing is to go inside yourself and see how real it is to you. I mean, people talk about stories. About Moses living 500 years. He didn't live 500 years. Sorry, people. Uh, when they talk about things, there was a mountain man uh, in Tibet. The, he was called the mountain man uh, who lived supposedly 500 years. I know he lived a long time because he was my father in one of my lifetimes. But he also left this physical world over the past uh, period of time, near uh, this century. So he was around right. for a long time. But uh, not saying many other people in history really live that long. And spirit has a cutoff for most soul. And that cutoff is 125 years. In the old days, time was so different. Uh, but I don't want to get into that. But I do want to say when we talk about myths and legends, they have right. a good story. But proving Next any metria. part yeah. of it. Yeah, well, proving any part of it. Go right ahead. Try to. I can draw pictures, I can carve statues, but that, does that mean I, I, anything? I mean, I cannot even uh, understand, I cannot, uh, even my own conscience doesn't let me uh, put, mat they say material one day will speak in 800 languages or 2,000 languages and everybody will hear it. What the hell is that? Um, you know, we know that it's people, right. people need to have their truth recognized. I don't care if people listen to mine or not. I'm just saying, look, you got to find your own, uh, no matter what it is. Right. But make sure it's real to you. That's all that matters. I don't care if you listen to one word I say. But on the other hand, if you listen to what I tell you, you have a better chance of looking through something to find the truth than accepting what you hear. All right. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah, it make your your the way you uh, bring things to us is make more sense. And etc. I mean, the matria oh. is a false uh, messiah. Right. Well, here's what I'm going to say. Like, when a white buffalo died, yeah. and I'm going to say, you can kind of relate that to, uh, I'm going to say, this is going to sound funny, like Jesus coming to the world. And he was taken out by his own people. The same as his wife, the second white buffalo was killed by white people. It's, it's a nation a native nation, and we're all one tribe of people, humans, if you want, I mean, to classify us as anything. I mean, we're different colors. Is it Lakota? Lakota yeah, nation, Lakota. right? Right. Yeah. So, uh, we're different tribes, but we're still human, and that makes us what we all say, we're one with each other. No, we're similar. We function and, and, and operate and have the same mechanical abilities. Not saying any alien race will be equal to us in any way. Sure, they'll say the, the uh, Play agents are very much like us, but did a, did a doctor ever operate on them? Their body has to be different because if they travel through space, their vibrations have to be so different than ours to survive going through the speed. And, and please, I deny the word wormhole. 
I deny the word Big Bang. They're delusional. Now, they can't prove a single thing about them. I mean, scientists would say, oh, we can't. No, they can't prove when, we, when man first came here. They can't prove how we got here. So how are they going to prove a black hole is real? Unless they create it and say, okay, we're going to walk. If you walk through a black hole, how did the planet Earth walk through the black hole? How is the spaceship walk through a black hole? I mean, I don't want to get into that because it's just scientific baloney. They don't know anything beyond the moon. I mean, I could talk about Mars, but beyond those two, they don't know what's going on Venus and Jupiter and all those other worlds and dimensions. All they have is pictures. And the alien could be just sending us pictures back as they want to. I mean, any, any delusional idea you can put into that picture. We're not getting the truth at any level. No scientist is walking with any real truth. If one person doesn't know God, they don't know life. If you don't know life, you don't understand death. And if you don't understand death and life, you don't understand anything. So when people talk science and they talk about molecules and energy, that's how this physical world works. Yeah, it does. And we're affected by radiation and sun and all those kind of things, the energy of the sun, magnetic fields. But that's because we're in a physical reality. When you die, you step out of the physical reality and you go into an astral reality, which is different. Right. So trying to assume that we're going to be able to walk into a different dimension is delusional. But they're going to play the game. But in the interim, Lucifer has his claws in a lot of people, and they all give in to him because he gives them what they think they want. And most people don't care as long as they get what they think they want. That's a sad way to live life, but that's the way most people live life. I mean, but people hide from Lucifer. No, that's not real. He's not real. Uh, then you'll ask the same people, do you believe in angels? Oh, yeah, I have an angel. Oh, you got an angel that watches over you, but you don't believe in Lucifer. So we're so contradictory because it's programs. I mean, when a person talks about talking with an angel, I haven't met one person that I truly believe, well, maybe one or two, but 90% of the people I talk to that say they work with angels are working with their higher self, meaning their alter ego. Not, not an angel. What they come out of that even in conversations with God. Oh, God told them it's all about love. Planet Earth is not about love. So how can somebody say they're talking to God and God's telling us all about love while he lets us kill, rape, slaughter, and everything? It's ridiculous. It, you know the old saying, putting a square peg in a round hole? It doesn't fit. Our reality doesn't fit the way mankind wants it to be. Sure, it was different in Atlantis. It was the perfect reality. But it was destroyed, and it became just the opposite so what I'm getting back to is when this white buffalo died uh, it was a symbol when something's born it's the birth of a new reality but when it dies it's the end of the reality so the chances of going into purification kind of died when that happened but the second buffalo was born right away so they said the, the prophecy was going to be unfolding but I, I got the pleasure of being with a few people a lot of native elders and medicine people and one of the oldest, the oldest Hopi elder as well about prophecies and stuff, which I'm going to go into. But it's the end of a prophecy when something dies. The birth is given birth, like when Jesus was born. But when he died, it took away everything. So to assume that, well, we died, we're going to still move forward. No, you're not. The only thing that was spiritual is gone again. So the delusional idea that we're moving forward forward, which is pretty much delusional, uh, we have to really go back to the point of 
who we listen to, how do we find that truth that we say? All right. So, uh, so I, basically, I, you're saying that we should not listen to anybody, uh, priest or ayatollah or uh, any guru or etc. You have to find the truth for yourself. That's a definite. Now, a guru, a master, a Buddha, a lama, whatever word you want to use, goes into a cave. 40 years, 20 years, 15 years, 10 years. They hide from society. Don't know what's going on. I mean, what are they doing? Sending their love to the world? Look at the world, what's happening to it. We are destroying everything. I don't care what God people believe in, what deities they work with, what angels they play with. We're destroying everything. I mean, it's not like we're giving up uh, and becoming good, spiritual, loving, compassionate beings, because nobody is. It has nothing to do with the real God. Now, the native people, uh, plus, like I said, the Irish uh, Celtic people, they deal with stars, they deal with animals, they deal with the planets, they talk about the universe. Right. None of that is directly related to God itself. God created it, but that doesn't mean if God created a baseball bat. God's not a baseball bat. That's not how it thinks. But mankind gives it that. Well, we're all the same. We're all equal. We're all part of the same thing. Well, being part of something, you're part of the ground. Are you the dirt? So stay on the ground, stay in the dirt, don't do anything. No, we're not. The only difference between us and a lot of other things is soul. That true spark that comes from God down into this body to run it. Uh, so there's a big separation there. And uh, what I will say, let me just finish this one sentence. We look at what we have sure. attained in 20,000 years. You know, the only thing that changed after Atlantis went down, the only thing that changed, true, we still lie, cheat, and all those things, but the only thing that changed is the toys, T-O-Y-S, that men play with. All we do is make better toys. That's all we do. We don't make better spiritual reality. We don't create a better reality. We just make better toys to play with. Right now, they made artificial intelligence. Delay. It was a conference in France. And uh, so in order to cut the cost, she was in Seattle headquarters, and they used AI so she was able to talk through all the conference, uh, like 5,000 people, but everybody could see her, everything, but it was, uh, uh, I mean, of course, it was, it was AI of her that they were able to see in right. France, so like 5,000 miles away. You know, artificial intelligence is dangerous and it will be and it's only going to grow worse it's not going to get better yes you can't assume that make-believe person is going to be better than a real person ever they will always have the ability to do formulas and, and those kind of things greater and faster than a human can but on the same token they do not have a heart they do not have compassion they do not understand truly understand love a robot can say I love you uh and now that the, these robots we talked about the last time, about the, these super expensive robots that are very much human in every way as far as having sex right. and making them do things, but uh, with your own voice and whatever, uh, they're not real. And if people 
have sex, it's a sexual thing. It has nothing to do with spirit. It has nothing to do with relationship. And it has nothing to do with love. I mean, if these people turn around and say, I love my robot, well, that's their choice, but that's pretty sad. So we have to realize how the world's being attacked at so many different levels. And we're responsible for it. We can't blame God. And I don't blame Lucifer ever. It's a person that takes Lucifer's hand and says, okay, let's go do something good or give me something. Uh, it's not better in any way at any level, no matter what we talk about. The food is more dangerous, toxic, has no vitamins than it used to have. Our water is contaminated, our air is contaminated. Everything is so bad. So there is say, everything. In China, my dear friend, they have a special, uh, uh, you know, uh, air purifier that it just the job is sucking all this pollution and they send it under uh, uh, underground and then uh, they separate it and they send oxygen back and then uh, they do different things with the, the carbon monoxide you know, I mean with the carbon portion here's a problem and it, it stems out of a program and ego China being the worst country, I would assume, in the world, one of them. Uh, basically, you know, for every little good action they try to do, they do, they do ten bad actions. Now, China has recently lost their main po po power, whoever he was, died. So that's allowing this other guy to start running China and parts of it. Now, Tibet and China were in war for over 50 years. And they kind of ended the war by China being able to take over Tibet two, a couple of years ago. In the interim, this guy dies, who's head of China, and the new guy is trying to build uh, a bond, uh, a boundary, and, and, a, and a connection between Tibet, because they're following the same religion, really. And they were always fighting over who was the high power, who they had one and they had one, mine's the, mine's the real one. But in the interim, he's trying to bring some unity to that. At the same time, I don't know if he's going to follow through what was really going on in China. They're building super giant islands of war. They're preparing for war. So no matter what Trump says and how close he gets to him, they're preparing for the biggest war on this planet. Now, who are they pre preparing to have it with? I'm sure not it's no small country. It's either Russia, Germany, or the United States. So whatever their game plan is, I mean, we owe them so much money, they destroy us, they don't get their money any which way. Uh, but it could, be, it could be Russia, or it could be Germany. Now, you're talking about normal people, supposedly, humans, that have this desire to wipe out another country. Now, and I'm just saying that because China has horrible things about the children and the girls that they... They let them get rid of their girls if they don't have. A, they don't want to make them pay a fine of forty-five thousand dollars to keep their little girl. It's just sickening. So when we go to Japan, they got same horrible laws. You go to the Philippines, they got their own laws. You go to the countries, they have ridiculous laws, like in the Muslim states, the laws they live by. So absolutely. Where's Saudi Arabia? So we're in trouble, and these people in power have the ego growing bigger. Because the more people they get in their little army, the bigger they feel. It's like, I just said it to the person, anybody that carries a gun, their ego becomes something else. I don't care That's who great. you are. You could be the most timid little guy walking down the street, put a gun on your hip, 
load it with these giant bullets and then see how much it changes your energy and your thinking. Wow, somebody jumps on me, I'll just blast them away. And it's right away their instant power. And that's ego. And I, I don't want to say in this exactly. part of it. I, but it's, it's what's happening. Because in Philippines, my friend, my, in Philippines it happened. Everybody got a gun and accused the neighbor, accused the other person as a terrorist. And uh, lots of people killed each, each other. It was without uh, uh, even knowing. You come out, boom. Right. Right. You know, well, it's, gonna, it's vice versa. I want to get back to what I'm trying to get into today. Uh, sure. I'm going to just give you a quick story of, uh, we're going to go back to White Buffalo Woman, uh, because she came to, there was two people out in the woods, and she came to them. She came floating across the ground in buckskin uh, and appeared to them. And one of them had a, instantly got a sexual desire on his mind. And he was zapped and shot out into the sky. The other one listened to her and she said, well, I'm coming to your people in four days, so be ready. So uh, she did come to the people. Now, this is a myth, story, belief. I mean, they do have a piece of... They do have a prayer pipe. I'm sorry, I didn't want to say peace pipe. Uh, and basically, uh, she explained what it was. And basically, that this the bowl of the the pipe is made out of bloodstone and it's red. It's a symbol for female. And the uh, stem that's put into it is from a tree, and a symbol of the tree of life. So when they put that into the bowl which is the blood of the of the tribal people, it brings heaven and earth together. It brings what's above to below, and it becomes one. So that's the unity of the pipe, which is a symbol why they use a prayer pipe when they do their prayers. And she also gave them the prayers and said, you have to pray for everything. And they listened to her. But then, after she explained that, she rolled over on the ground and turned into the white buffalo. And this was a real long time ago. So, when the new buffalo was born, she came back in story. Uh, and they wanted to believe that. And they thought it was a... The native people are so persecuted. I don't know how people can still attack them, which they are. And then for them to think that they're going to ever be ahead of the white race, they'll never. that's never going to happen. Not as long as the white race is alive. But uh, the story of Wounded Knee... And I, I got to put this all together because this is where I'm trying to go today. Uh, Wounded Knee was the most horrible war in the United States, I say. Because basically, it was a war against the native people, obviously. The problem was, when the cavalry came in to slaughter the people at Wounded Knee, most of the people there were women and children. Now, I mean, we have the one picture... Uh, of the person in the snow sitting up, and that's what's considered, like, the most dangerous and sad picture. No, it was the children and women getting raped and killed. Much more. I was there. I saw it. I went through it. Uh, I watched my wife get slaughtered. I mean, and we had to do ceremony and everything after it, but it was a horrible moment in the history of the human race. Uh, when you talk about men killing, attacking evil people, coming into a, a society of people, of just women and children, the only few men, which was, I was one of them, was there to try to protect them, 
but they weren't looking for an attack because the rest of the army was out. They were out on a fight already. So there was no men there in general, not large quantities. So yeah, it was a slaughter. And it's not even given recognition to this day, which drives me crazy. If I, would, if I didn't experience it and see it and all that, it wouldn't mean nothing to me. Like everybody else, well, it was just a war. We killed all the native people. No, we didn't. We would have we if we could have. And we tried. Mankind has tried to eliminate them at every which way, and they're still trying. But that's something different. Now, when I was there, and I watched these children and women get slaughtered and everything, I, I was slid up and everything, but uh, I lived through it. Not saying I was glad, but I, I did ceremony, which is like you, you actually slash yourself when you when it's all over. But when they came back, uh, the story of the ghost dance, which is the second part of that. Mm-hmm. Now, and most Native people don't know, they don't put facts together. They know what their tribal master, medicine person, or people they're working with tell and talk about. I've been there, so I don't ask people what went down. Now, Sittenbull was the highest medicine man in the United States. He was a prophet. He was a lot of different things. He was also ignorant. But in between that, and I'm sorry to say that, all right, he came out with a prophecy, which he gave to the Native people. I just want to see, I travel the United States. I danced around the United States with medicine people and, and, and elders for about 30 years in uh all different parts of the United States. I listened to stories. I debated them with stories. And uh, it was always an interesting thing because they always opened to whatever I had to say to them. Because when you're, when you're programmed and, and you're prejudiced, it's hard to hear anything. And I mean, I was, on, I was on a reservation sitting with the medicine man and saying, well, we're white people. I said, well, I'm half white. He goes, well, you're native. I said, no, I'm half white. I'm half white. Uh, so that makes me part white. So, uh, Whites can be human as well, so to condemn everybody, uh, which they did, and, I, and you know, you get slaughtered like they did, pushed on the land like they did, you hate everybody. And the Native Dakota people are the most prejudiced tribe in the United States to this day. And I can go into that. They're putting them in jail yet for just having a can of beer in the car, not even open. Uh, they have a, a feather on their window, and they don't have a travel card on them. They're put in jail. It's just sad. So, but again... Uh, I was with Thomas Binyaka right before he died. And he talked about Hopi prophecy, which is very similar. But he talked about what's going to happen. It, it's written in the caves, and they only found the caves rather recently. And it showed World War One and World War Two, But it shows World War Three if the white man doesn't unite with the red man. And people don't talk about that. That's kind of stripped out of prophecy. They don't want to push that too much. Why? Because they're still afraid of the white man, and white men are still afraid of the red men. And that has nothing to do with China and Russia and, and all the other countries. So, uh, when I when, when I'm trying to get back to when I when I was meeting with these elders, I listened to the stories. Sadly, like every tribe of every nation, have great stories. Life doesn't move on with stories. It doesn't grow with stories. We might believe it does. Man's desire is only to have sex and have better toys to play with. Nothing else is in man's mind. Not about God, spirit, death. No, it's not about that. Being happy, being in the moment, enjoying what? A horrible planet that's allowing children to be beat, slaughtered, tortured, women to be 
I mean, every aspect of it is horrible, and, and you're sitting there saying, oh, it's beautiful. You know, the, people say that this is heaven, heaven above, heaven below. No, this isn't heaven. This is hell. This is where we dwell. So when I, when I get back to uh, the story of Moses, and he talked about creation. So a lot of the belief systems all came from Mr. Moses himself creating a story about God. And his view of God was pretty limited, pretty not real. Uh, and he didn't understand God at any level. Neither did any other spiritual person that lived on his planet at that time. Now, I know people are going to hate, or, or, or no, the, the, the Anunnaki were ignorant. This is, all the other races were ignorant. Nobody understood God at any level. One being came to planet Earth to teach that. Only one. And I, I know religionists and spiritualists and you name it can say he was an alien, he was this, he wasn't real. But Jesus was the only being that came to this planet to teach about a real God. Nothing else. Not about your sins, not about protection, not about all these other things. That, well, uh, no, no. That's not why Jesus came here. He didn't have to die. He knew he had to die yes. to explain but that's something so different. So what I was trying to get to, the white buffalo woman, however real it was, came to bring a message, but nobody heard her anyway. All right? Nobody listens to the truth ever for some serious problem. Lucifer has his grip on this planet, whether people accept it or not. Oh, I deal with good, and good doesn't mean anything. Look at the world, and you say it's good. You're a good person. What are you doing good in this world to help make it a better place? Why well, fed a homeless person? Now, that doesn't make the world a better place. So the concept is of that, good. Is, is, is that uh, white uh, buffalo is um, called Mother of Life? I mean, it's named after Mother of Life? Or? It could be. You know, Moses uh, wrote a third of the Bible. And in that, he wrote... A lot of stupid laws. He wrote 613 laws that are ridiculous. Have nothing to do with spirit. Nothing to do with God. How's that? Uh, to say he, he was like, recognized as one of the most spiritual people. What did he teach? He didn't write the Ten... I mean, he, he actually wrote the Ten Commandments. But he was told to write them. But uh, now, Muhammad, he was told by Gabriel to, what to write down as well. So, again, we're talking about a perception of spirit of God or a higher force talking to a person, giving their alternate ego something to think about or say. And it's not right. It's partially right. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you, Gabriel never said what, he, what Mohammed said he, that the angel said. But Mohammed, uh, it was the first ten chapter of Quran was from the real Muhammad. At that time, followers of Abu Bakr, Omar, Osman, got united. Right, no. They, they, they killed that. the Muhammad, and then they put a puppet Muhammad in replace him. And then that's why, if you read, uh, read the, uh, after chapter 10, everything is, doesn't sound right. Go ahead, please. Uh, again, we never understood God. The human race never understood God. They didn't. There was nothing to base it on. Because Hinduism was the first religion, and they were dealing with deities. The deities in, in the beginning of time, and I, I, I say beginning, but it was after Atlantis went down. But after that happened, 
the deities took rule over the planet. And they created these false ideas. And it was all sexual. Everything through history was sexual. Whether whether you admit it or not, talk about it or not, sacrifices were always women and children. Why is that? I mean, it was always a sexual boundary between male and female. And it was man always wanting to have sex no matter what he did, wherever he went, however he did, whatever he did. Uh, when he killed and looted. I mean, when we went to Vietnam, we were raping the Vietnamese. I mean, it's just a sick, perverted, twisted man's ego. All right? Which controls the world. So, unless women, which is a good thing, the more women we get in politics, the better it's going to be at one level. I don't even care if it was Hillary. As long as she has a woman to a name, and she's a real woman, I think the energy she has within her could be better than not. That's the way I look at it. All right. Now, Absolutely. Absolutely. The Emerald Tablet is the oldest story documented on stone on this planet. Now, even that was twisted. Thought the Atlantean was not a man on planet Earth that died and became a deity. Uh, and the story of the birth of Moses and, Thor and, and, and the Inky and Anu and all those stupid people. They have nothing to do with God. Nothing to do with the truth. And, and they were not gods, ever. I mean, a deity... It was never considered a god uh, to the people they might have been because they didn't know any different but they didn't even use the word god then anyway anything with power was con if I had power over you and I could make you float up in the air and spin you around you'd be afraid of me no matter what, what who and what I was if I was an alien or, or a god or whatever you would just be afraid of me so basically it was always fear and every level of god through history was about fear Look at the Mayans, the Aztecs. They all sacrificed women to God. God said, give me your souls, give me your beautiful women, give me your children. Uh, really? So it was man's fear. As they didn't sacrifice themselves that much, did they? But uh, the stories are always twisted. So the greater the but story... But they are created uh, from the image of God. And therefore... No, not. We are no, 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 no. Who, who told you that? Who told you that? I mean, uh, it's, it's been documented Who? in many, many, no, many, no. Who many books. No, no. Who told you that? I could write Batman's I mean, God. I could write it in 10 different books. Does that make Batman God? If, I get, I if mean, I'm doing uh, drugs, and wait, wait, no, no, listen. No matter how old, time doesn't make things true. It could be 10 billion years old. Does that make it true pertaining to God? No, it doesn't. Everything that was said about God was a lie. Nothing that was out publicly to mankind explains God in every level. Love and uh, compassion are not words that describe God. Ever. Never did. Deities weren't love and compassionate beings either. Except Green Tar uh, was one of the deities that actually started bringing love energy into the into reality of people. But uh, That's true. Because Shiva, I remember Jordan, now when... Muhammad uh, was cutting the head of the uh, statues. One uh, suddenly, it was there was a very big giant uh, statue. They came. Uh, he be, he asked the people, "Do you know what the name is?" He said, "Yeah, yeah, I know. It's called Allah." Allah. He said, "Okay, yeah. cut his head. From now on, we're going to call God Allah." Yes, you are right. Thank you. But uh, now let's let's. 
I don't want to stay on that. I mean, it's, it's, we could go that way, but I do want to get something out today that I feel is important why I started the whole thing about the white sure, buffalo. Sure, sure. All right. During my lifetime, I had a chance to meet many angels, deities, uh, spiritual beings, as well as God itself. So now, I challenge people because I live in my truth, and I live in the truth that I'm going to die in. Nobody's going to fantasize their story and make me try to believe it. Or try to, they can, then they won't. Uh, but the truth is, the truth will be real near the end, and that's usually when a person dies. Whatever they thought their truth was will be shown to them as a complete lie. Whatever they believe in. All of it. I mean, what they hear, what they see. Now, being with your family, how long do you think that's going to last? If you die tomorrow and you were with your family. Every soul has karma that they're going to pay off sooner or later. And usually it's a little bit later when you're in the astral plane. It's a lot sooner when you're here. So when you get to the astral plane, you've got about 10 years to enjoy it there. Then soul usually reincarnates because it's so attached yet to this physical world it comes back. That all has nothing to do with God. Okay, when I was a kid, I was able to have... Uh, or, or, Astro body, uh, you know, a, a OBD. I, I was able out of body experiences. And why I cannot have it right now uh, when I am, you know, not, uh, I'm not a kid anymore? 10 years old or 11 years old. Why? All right. There's a reason why, and it's called programming. As, as we get older, the programs put wrinkles in the brain. That's the way I describe it. Every thought becomes a little wrinkle in your brain. Those wrinkles are like books in your library. Memory thought that the brain has. And right. it uses that as its library to go through it. Call upon on right. oh, get out the book on, on alphabets or, or spelling or, or love or, and read that book real fast. Whatever it says is the emotion and what you experience. So, yeah, it's, it's what you're programmed with. Those programs come out of twisted programs of other people, like your mother, your father, your children, friends. All those people have their own little twisted story given to them from another twisted person's story. What I was saying before, when you pass something around in a circle, it only gets worse. It never comes back to the truth of what you tried to pass around in the beginning. So the concept that we're going to get closer to the truth, no, and time doesn't make it happen. The longer the time, the longer the story, the further away from the truth you are rather than the closer you are to it. Moses tells a great story about God and creation. Well, not great, but he tells a story about it. And it's called the Bible. In the Bible is the most sold book on the planet. It's one of the most accepted books on the planet. So that being said, how much of it is even true? Any of it? How much of it is? Very little. Now, the truth meaning the connection to God and spirit. Sure, you can tell stories. Well, I saw him die and he died and they died and... They, they, they built a city here. Yeah, that's provable. But anything spiritual? Prove that any deity walked on this planet. Any one of them. In any period of time frame. I mean, we have giants. I'm not bringing giants in because they're just a different 
species of the human race, uh, uh, and they are here. They were here. So that I'm and not we have in China. We have in China. A person is nine foot and half. Well, is only one, one person. person. Well, one person. They found in, in the United States. They found a whole whole pile of giants. So it wasn't just a disease because they always said it was a disease of the body. Now, you know the story of Frankenstein was created out of that theory? It was a sickness that in those days they couldn't stop. When they, buried, when they put a body in a coffin, this bacteria would affect the body and the body would expand. And it would actually break the coffin. And that's why they always show you Frankenstein as being so big. Because they're all body parts that have expanded and they put it all together and make one person. But uh, I saw Henry Hyde mm. when I was a little kid. He was eight foot seven. Uh, right. He was doing a commercial for Imperial Butter. He was in the shop, right? Mm. He had a crown on his head and he looked like he was 10 feet tall. I actually kicked him. I, I, I wanted to see if he was on stilts. <laughs> yeah. But he had to get a special car for him because he couldn't fit in a car. Uh, so... But yeah, that's only one person. When we talk about a race of giants which lived here, uh, the story of that, uh, 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 David and Goliath, that was based on the giants, but they took that whole story out of the Bible. But I don't want to talk about giants. They're useless. They're just people. They're not aliens and super races or anything like that. But uh, I want to get back to why uh, I'm going into this whole thing about the white buffalo. All right. Now, as I went through my life. I studied with a medicine woman for about 28 years. I danced all over the United States as well that whole time frame. I met with many medicine people, elders, sat with them, danced and worked and everything else. Uh, I studied with a medicine woman who was teaching me about the animal tablets. And she studied with an aborigine tribe that taught her the sacred exercise that you have to do to attain, to go through the ascension, to get through how the animal tablets, tablets explain it. But uh, that's only one part of it. During that time frame, all right, uh, I was dealing with the medicine woman that I have. Her name is Ocean of Basswolf. She did something called the Journey of the Waters. And my other friend took it over because she retired. She, she, she became senior uh, elder, but she actually can't do too much right now. So uh, she's going to do it one more time probably this year. If anybody's interested, call me, text me, email me. It's one of the most incredible things you can go through in life because it opened me up incredibly. It's called the Journey of the Waters. It starts in New Mexico and goes up into Colorado. You stop at all the sacred sites and you do ceremony in each one of them. And when I first went, when I met Oceaner the first time, he says, well, when you go on yeah. this, you'll meet, you'll meet all the elementals, the tree people, the rock people, the little people, and you'll meet all these different things if you go on this journey. And I knew I had to do it. Uh, but it was an incredible experience. I did it twice in my life. And I, if I had the money, I'd do it one more time before my life ends. Because it's probably going to be the last time it's ever done in the United States next year. Uh, it's about a seven-day thing. And it used to be done on horseback. But obviously, it's such a long trail. People drive from one place to the other. And uh, the experience you'll get out of it, you stop in a lithium pool. And you go through visions. I mean, it's just an incredible experience. I don't think there's anything else you could do that would equal that as far as taking a step, unless you're doing Y Oscar in, in some other country and tripping out. But it won't be as guided and protected. 
So, uh, yes, I went through a lot. But what I've heard that up for is during that, I was given, uh, they, she measured people. She would have them come near them and say, well, you have to drink this much lithium. The lithium was to balance your body out so when you step into this lake, you don't just freak out. So everybody has to drink one, two glasses of lithium before they go into the pool. So she goes, oh, no, you've got to drink eight glasses. I said, what do you mean eight glasses? She said, well, that's the only way I'll be able to balance you when you step into the pool. So needless to say, I did. And when I went in the pool, it that's was a like... Lot. Oh, it's a real lot. Uh, I mean, yeah, how many? Is, 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 is 40 milligrams? It says so well, much. Natural, or This is natural lithium from the ground. Uh, it's a reservoir in, in on... Uh, oh, okay, okay. So it's not the medicine one. Yeah, probably. But no, this is natural lithium yeah. where they take lithium from. But, uh, okay. So during the ceremony... I suddenly left my body. Uh-huh. They had to take me and lay me down. Now, the ceremony's done nude. Everybody's nude inside this thing, but she laid me on this concrete tra- uh, slab, and they were pouring ice-cold water on me for hours, trying to get me back in my body. Right. During that time frame, during that time frame, I actually had so many visions, and I saw multiple lives and everything else, and then they finally came out of it. Uh, only to find that one of the women that was on this journey was my ex-wife, my wife during the ceremony at Wounded Knee. And she started screaming, and I started screaming, and they didn't understand what was going on, and neither did I. And it was that night I decided I had to talk to her. I went over to her, and I started talking to her. And she goes to me, don't ever talk, leave, and, and she walked away. Because I started talking about what was happening when we were at Wounded Knee, right? Right. And she thought I was just reading her. So right. she thought I, ha- I was invading her space. And that right. night, I actually slipped on the buffalo skin that was used in, uh, what movie was that? Kevin Costner was in it, uh, Dancing with Wolves. But I had that buffalo uh-huh. skin, and I, I slept on that that night. And it was incredible experiences that I had that night. The next morning, she comes over to me, and she said she was sorry. She said she didn't realize I was the person that was her husband until that moment. And it was in, it was just an incredible experience that alone. So, are dreams also OBD? They can be. They can become that. Uh not all are, some are, and then again, it's going beyond judgment, going beyond the mind and sifting to find the truth with whatever the experience is that you're having, because it could bring past lives, it could bring childhood, everything comes together, and then you have to learn how to separate it all. But no, here's what I wanted to say. Now, and, and this all, I'm trying to put this all together. When I was on the journey of the waters with Oshina, and the last ceremony that we did was in a cave underneath the hotel. Wow. And it has a, a natural hot springs that runs through the bottom of it. So she said, you, you can go down. And, 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 and I, so I went down, and there's this, this like stone wall with cold water running down. 
and then there's this wood door. And I open the wood door up, and that's in where the hot minerals, the hot springs is inside. Right. And I look inside there, and I saw the white buffalo go out the back wall. And then I walk in, and then we did ceremony in there. The water's probably at 125 degrees, if not hotter. It's burning. And we had to do ceremony inside that water. Uh, I didn't know much about it. I just went through the experience. Because it was like the last day. We all said goodbye. I got home. Two days later, I, I pull up, and it says the white buffalo was born. I was blown away. I right. I, we heard that news also. Yeah, I remember that. No, but I mean, I saw it being, I saw it, the birth of it leaving, coming out to this world. Leaving the cave to come out, like when a Buddhist lama comes out of the mountain. Uh, but I saw the right, buffalo right. leave, and then when I come out, it was just born. Wow. So, uh, so you I, had a I, very intense OBD then. Intense. Right. All right, and that was, like I said, I was still on a journey of the waters. It just ended, uh, and then I find that out a couple of days later. Now, I was going through my life at Wounded Knee, which was the most horrible experience that I'll never forget. I mean, you talk about past life experiences. It's one of the ones, it, wasn't, it was karma, because I lived through it, died through it, but seeing what human life does. Now, there was two things in my life that made me come back in this lifetime, and that's one of them. All right. right. Uh, the other one was, I, I, I'm not going to go into that one now, but uh, that was one of the reasons why I had to come back in this lifetime. The other one had to do with Jesus. But, uh, yeah, so I came back in this lifetime to, to try to piece it all together, the human race anyway. And, well, what happened was, I was going over that whole thing. This lady that was my wife in a past life said to me, do I want to come out there? She said, where she lives, all the animals come to her. Deer come up to her, rabbits come up to her, all the wild animals come and they walk over to you and stuff. She said, it's the most incredible place. Uh, I never did go. Uh, I was married, so I really didn't want to try to do anything like that. I was just saying it, it doesn't balance out my relationship. So I never did meet her again. Uh, so I had to move on from there. So I ended up moving. I split up with my wife. And I had a court case going on with the phone company. And it's bizarre because the, the court case I had with the phone company, they were saying, and this is no lie, and I'm not making this story up, they said I was heard on a UFO. Bell Atlantic. I worked for them 20 years. I'm in court now for two years talking about how uh, they're saying I got hurt on a UFO and I said no I got hurt on a job and I was on TV and they showed that movie in court when I was on some stupid radio sh uh, TV show and uh, well he's, he talks about aliens and, and I said yeah but I didn't get hurt by going on an alien ship so right. two years later I my my judge my my lawyer said to me he goes well we're really going to win this case I said great so I decided to go on vacation I took three weeks I went down to to Florida and I decided to go swimming with the man manatees for the three weeks that I was there which I did almost every day 
it was like so much fun. Uh, they're such incredible creatures alone, and they're getting slaughtered, killed. Again, mankind doesn't respect them. They go through there with the motorboats they're not supposed to, and they slice them up. It's just horrible. Man doesn't think, and they don't care. So, uh, while I was there, I'm swimming with these manatees and everything else, and I went back into my tent. Now, I'm in Florida. It, it's, the, this, it's the spring. It's the end of spring. Uh, inside my tent, it was freezing outside. My ice chest, everything inside it froze. I, I started telling a story, and I lit all these candles inside to get warm, and suddenly I left my body. And I had one of the most intense visions of my whole life that rearranged everything within me and, and about everything I experienced. But when I came back, I said, wow. And I, I was living with somebody. I, I actually flew to meet my ex-wife and stay with her while I was there, her, her friend. And, uh, well, it was 8 o'clock at night, 7.30, and I had to run to the store. So I said, do you need anything? She said, no. He said, no. So I, it's, it was only a couple blocks away. So I walked down to the food store, picked something up. I was on the line, paying for it. And I felt really weird. I don't know why I rushed out of the store. I should have just stayed in the store. But I rushed out of the store, and I fell down unconscious. And I laid there for I don't know how long. It was a while because nobody came. Nobody said anything about me being there. I was right in front of the store, and nobody called the police. Nobody called anybody. I know I'm waking up, and the first thing I look for is to see if my wallet's still in my pocket. Uh, right. And then I said, what do I do? And I called my ex-wife, and I said, can you pick me up? She came, picked me up, brought me to the hospital, and they did all kinds of tests and everything. And they didn't find anything. They wanted to give me all this medicine and stuff, and I said, no, I'm going home. So I got back home, and then I left Jersey to fly back to California. And when I got back to California, I found out the day I got back that the white buffalo died that day. I was totally blown away. Wow. And I said, oh, wow. no. I said, that was a symbol of the purification so, of the planet. Yeah, so it, it blew me away. So, so it kind basically, of, you have a connection with the white buffalo. Right. Because you had other experiences. So when uh, by Buffalo, and then you had uh, experiences right there. Right. Wow. Very so intense. Very intense. Always it was, intense. Uh, so then, yeah. I'm, just to throw this in, a friend, of, a friend of mine called me up and said there was a white buffalo born on their property. Uh, it's got brown eyes, so it's not an albino or nothing like that. Uh, I never got to go see that one. Uh but they were trying to sell the land. The government was trying to take it. You know, the government attacks the Native people for any reason, especially if it has any Native truth to it or anything that can help Native people in any way. Uh, they go out of their way to destroy it. So, uh, yeah, that's why I, I really had to tell the story about the white buffalo. And it's just now that, like, because even in, uh, on the uh, mountains where the white buffalo are, where the, where the buffalo are, regular buffalo are, and the government's killing them. They put bales of hay around it, and they kill them when they come out. And It's just sad that they still attack everything that Native people relate to. The, white, the wolves are being destroyed all across the United States. They're actually starting to slaughter all the horses in the United States as well. So all the animals that have any Native 
closeness of, of being taken out. And it's sad. And people don't understand that. I do at every level because all the symbols to the native people, I mean, a wolf is very sacred. And now, uh, here in Hawaii, just last week, I found a dead hawk. I buried it in my underneath my uh, ceremonial grounds and stuff like that. But, you know, people don't care. Uh, and the government is making it really hard for anybody to have a religion, no matter what the religion is anymore, outside that actually has something outside of what they believe in, which is a programmed idea. So, but uh, religion is opium of the masses, my friends. Oh, it it does. It's what mass people need. That's why people. I, I was talking about children joining gangs. They join it for protection because their family doesn't give it to them, and they're alone right. in the world. And when you join a gang, you're family. I mean, you've got to do pretty bad things here and there, but you're part of a group. I mean, there's a show on TV called The Gifted now, and these all these kids and these families have these people that are uh, trying to hide have special gifts, and the government's going after them, trying to wipe them out. So, you know, it's anybody with power, government and ego have to destroy it. King, queens, ego, all fit together. And anything with power right. has to be destroyed. No matter who they are, like even Notodamus, he was lucky the queen loved him, or he would have been killed ten times over. But uh, when we talk about protection, uh, God's protection, uh, not, not on planet Earth, we look for protection in the wrong place. People think disease is evil and wrong. and No! You're, you're trying to get out of here. You're not here to stay forever. You're not going to stay here forever. And is anything that really that good that makes you want to stay here? Oh, I had a great pizza set, pizza set, pizza today. Uh, live here on planet Earth because you have great pizza. I mean, yeah, I'm happy with food here. I'm happy with where I'm at. But I'm looking forward to when I can go to where I'm, where I swear I'm going to be, and all those kind of things. Much more incredible than to think about eating, going to the bathroom, taking a shower, and doing the humdrum things of what planet Earth is all about. It doesn't get better than this. It never will. Oh, we're going to go into what? What, do you, what is your fantasy for the future of mankind? So now, I just want to go back to Mr. Sittenbull. I told you, his first vision was about the ghost dance. And the ghost dance... Now, different tribes had their viewpoints of the, of the ghost jacket, uh, which was supposed to be protection and different things. And then mm-hmm. it became yes. a silhouette of protecting the native people from bullets. Ridiculous idea, but that's what was fed to the people. So, needless to say, that got out to the cavalry. And the cavalry heard, they're going to get jackets that protect them from us. And they were afraid of that. So what did they do? They went up to Wounded Knee. And that's when Wounded Knee happened, and they slaughtered everybody because they thought they were killing everybody. They only killed the women and children. Uh, Geronimo had an army of 13 people, and he had one woman in that army. And right. he should have never surrendered. He should have died with who he was, because now Geronimo uh, listened to Sittenbull, and so did Crazy Horse. Now, Sittenbull's second vision, he told them to surrender. When did he happen? Now, he's telling them to surrender. All right. 
So Crazy Horse and Geronimo ride into town and surrender. Well, needless to say, the two greatest war warriors that ever existed. Uh, Crazy Horse was killed two weeks later inside the jail. Now, Geronimo, Whoa. Geronimo, they kept alive for years. I say as mm -hmm. a puppet. They kept them in a cage. They took them all across the United States and let people have their pictures taken with them and those kind of things. Right. And sadly to say, his death was horrible. I mean, horribly stupid. He was actually drunk, fell off a horse, and di died. So, uh, he should have died a warrior. He was a warrior. You die a warrior. You don't surrender to become uh, whatever, whatever you want to call what he was when he died. But right. He led his army. Actually, actually, again, there are uh, one lady. She is here. She comes at night usually. Uh, say four or five hours, four hours from you guys. Uh, PCWG, something like that. And uh, and she's a minister, and she dressed like millionaires. And I have listened to her radio show a lot, uh, many times. He says, "You send me a check for eight eight eight. I don't know eight 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 from where he she got it from. If you send me that, I I, I have a special prayer for you. All your sins will be forgiven. Oh, what okay. the hell is that?" This is a bullshit you know, lie. Look, you know, nobody can take away anybody else's karma. Jesus didn't come here to take everybody's karma. And then mankind doesn't even see that. But when these people come out, I know this one lady that charges $5,000 for a week's seminar. This other guy charged $50,000 to be with him one day. So, I mean, egos uh, on a rise, and, and, but the stupid part of it is people follow or, or do it. Now, when people charge money to give you any kind of truth, they're ripping you off. Truth can't be sold. It's real and it's there. So, if you pay for it, you're, you're more stupid than anything else. So, uh, we need to look beyond that. The only truth you will ever find is what you're going to find inside yourself. And I say that over and over. That's right. Absolutely. You Absolutely. You don't, you don't need to give the money to this, especially to anybody uh, that, oh, okay, blah, uh, blah, blah, oh, your uh, sins are forgiven or your thing. I mean, and then she says, if you cannot send $888 to me, I will send me... Seven hundred. She bargains. Is it like she's a comedian? I mean, you know, I love. Please, please, you listen to her show. It's a piece, PGC PGCW or something like that. You will see. It's a uh, lady well, look, and she's a minister. I, yeah, it's a. It's a. I mean, it's a circus. Go ahead, my friend. You no, know, you tell people what they want to hear. All right. Right. Exactly. Why Christianity is winning because they tell people they can be forgiven for their sins. You can't be forgiven. It's in the Bible. Any Christian can right. go to, to Revelations and read sins that can't be forgiven. And it's all the ones that they're trying to go to church and get forgiven for. So the ignorance, I said, you follow a religion based on a Bible, and you don't even know what the Bible says. That's pretty bad. Then, like Moses, he couldn't live by his own laws. So... 
How does that teach anybody anything? You have to be what you tell your people you are. You can't say I'm a loving, compassionate person, and when somebody's not looking, you punch somebody out and, and everything else. No, you have to be who you say you are. That's the first step to becoming aware. And it, you don't become spiritual easy on this planet either. And if you do, you leave. So I, don't, I, I say there's no spiritual people in general on this planet. But uh, after, after getting back to real fast on that poor thing about Geronimo, after that happened, uh, all the Native people were forced to the reservation. If they weren't on the reservation, they were killed. And that was it. That was the last Native American war. So, uh, I mean, Wounded Knee 2 happened in our time frame. Right. And it was stopped because the helicopter said they were going to shoot everybody if they didn't surrender. It was that simple. Uh, and they were right. supplying guns. There was shooting going on for a couple of weeks and everything. The medicine when I studied was smuggling guns up there. And, and they were trying to do all these things and stuff. But it was no avail. It, you know, it's like taking out a pea shooter to take down a tank. Uh, good luck. Uh, but I, so I so these spiritual experiences that you have had, was it at uh, what age did you have, or or was I, it uh, when you were a child or you were? Uh, oh no adult? no I have Please. I had them at every age. My first one oh, was at God. six years old. My second one was at oh. seven. My next one was at twelve. My next one was fifteen, and then uh, the next incredible one I was twenty-five. The next one I was thirty, and then I had a few more at thirty. Uh, and, and from there on, I had a lot of them. But I mean, I can't even t- know what year it was when I was empathic, which was a very incredible, strange experience. But it lasted too long. Uh, I was praying every day for God to take it back. But being empathic and being able to hear and understand people's minds all the time is scary. So, but uh, yeah, it has been uh, uh, happened before. Like like the mother uh, died. And she dropped the, you know, salad uh, bowl and broke. And exactly the same time, the mother died somewhere else, say Africa or whatever it was. Isn't that weird? So telepathically, it exists. Well, I I don't want to go. All those things happen in my life, including when my half-father, whatever I want to call him, uh, the one that took care of me when I was born and stuff, at least for a while. Uh, I went through a whole thing. I had a heart. I was thought I was dying. I thought I was dying of a heart attack, and I was living with a billionaire family. And she finally convinced me to go to the doctor. And she goes, "Well, he's two kinds of a doctor. He's a medical physician, and he's also a psychic doctor as well." So when I went to him, he goes, "Well, what, what kind of work do you want me to do?" I said, "Well, let's try psychic." And then the first thing he said, lay down and close your eyes. Uh, and he worked with me, and I saw my father there. And he said, well, it's your father. What are you going to do with him? He said, cross him over. And I, I crossed him over and everything else. And I said, what a freak did I pay to do that? And then a week later, I just put my book out at that time. I was calling my aunt to tell her my book's out. And she goes, oh, you know, your father died last week? And I said, no, I didn't. Uh, he didn't call me. He didn't call my brother. Uh, so, again, it was direct. I crossed him over when he died, and I didn't even know he was dead. I didn't want it either. So it was just kind of a whole weird situation. But I was having this heart attack, and I found out he had 
five valves in his heart replaced before he died. Uh, so uh, it was just a connection. And there's always connections to things that are close to or you at some level. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what psychic abilities are all about. That's yeah, what you yeah. can say we're well, connected. They use psychic uh, personnel for police and uh, unsolved mysteries. And it has been proven to the police that they have the non pre knowledge right. exactly what happened, and we don't. Go ahead, please. Well, the last thing I want to throw in about the white buffalo, uh, I went out to uh, the reservations, South Dakota, and I stayed there for a while. But the highest medicine man at that time, still probably is if he's alive, uh, was doing ceremony. And I was, <coughs> excuse me, invited to Waiyipi ceremony. And Waiyipi ceremony is one of the highest ceremonies in the Native Nation. And I was afraid. Uh, because you go in a sweat lodge first, and then you go in, a, in this room with everybody. But uh, it's 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 pretty gross. So I'm not even going to go into it. But uh, I did the ceremony. But I asked three elders, three people, the medicine woman, pipe carrier that I know, and talked to her about going. I said, "What do I say? What do I do?" Uh, she said, "And the, the Beverly Little Thunder, who is a really big woman, uh, pipe carrier." But she said to me. The only thing you can do is go by your true feelings. And that should lead you the right direction. So I went in a sweat lodge. And it ta- I, I can't... I, it's against... You're not supposed to say what they talked about in a sweat lodge. But it was bad. So... And then I said what I felt, which was... Per- Without going into the details of what the ceremony is... I, you could, might be able to put it up online. I don't even know if they explained it on, online about what what you be ceremony is. But it's pretty dramatic and disastrous and... But, uh, well, I went through it, and I was kind of, I carved this buffalo out of stone. It took me six months to make it really cool looking. And I gave it to the medicine man. I don't know if he kept it, threw it out. I don't know what he did with it. But, uh, it was all that I could give him that I felt would be the most important, that I could give to him. Uh, so, after the ceremony... Lots of things happened. I was out in South Dakota. The lady that I was, one of the people I was staying with, said, uh, I said, I want to go do a retreat by myself. And she took me up to the mountain. She just left me there. I had no food, nothing. And she wasn't planning on coming back for me either. I was dancing at the powwow at the reservation. Uh, somebody paid for that, which wasn't her. And I never found out who paid for my, because it was $500 to dance. And wow. I don't know who paid. I don't know who paid it, uh, but in that, lots of things, all these incredibly horrible things were happening every which way, and I ended up saying, I'm, I'm leaving, I can't stay here, uh, and all these things, so I actually changed my plane ticket and left, I said, I, I'm not going to stay here, uh, it's just too crazy for me, we were out, I was it's with too one intense. of the sons. it was too intense was, for you, my I was with one of the sons, yeah, too. we went out yeah. to, to this river to do ceremony, and, and I'm doing my prayers in the river, and he's smoking a, the, the pipe, right? And then when we come right. walking out, there's three cop cars there. And they're shining the lights in our face, and what are you doing? And so we just did ceremony, and well, what are you smoking? I said, I'm not smoking anything. And uh, I thought, sure, they were going to arrest us. They could have said we had drugs on us or whatever they wanted. Uh, we were off the reservation. He didn't have his car registered or anything, because on a reservation, they don't have to. 
So uh, they were standing, shining lights in our faces and everything. And me, I looked a little different. I was just kind of worried. And they said, well, get in your car and go back to the reservation and don't come off it until you get your car registered. Uh, right. Which blew me away because 10 o'clock, I didn't know there was a 10 o'clock curfew in South Dakota. If you get caught out right. after 10 o'clock, you can go to jail. I mean, so, it was so, crazy. So are you saying like like a curfew or martial law is the same? Martial law. Okay. You can't be out after yeah. 10 o'clock. So, uh, yeah. I I like freaked out, and then then when I was at the powwow, I mean at the doing the, the dancing, and all these other things were going on. I said I I can't deal with this kind of life. No, I can't. Uh, everything's twisted. The government, the police, everybody's on top of everybody. It's everybody. It's horrible. The one child, the one son that I that I was out there with his family, he was in jail six months. We gave him because he had a can of beer in his car, and it wasn't opened. So that's how bad it was when I was out there. And I said, no, I'll, I'll end up in jail and I'll never get out. So, uh, no, I, I left the reservation. I couldn't I couldn't stay there no more. It was just too much stuff going on. But uh, in the interim, as I was saying, I had all these things going on. Uh, you know, I wanted to go but, into... Uh, so- go ahead. This white buffalo is uh, not anymore here, right, among us? No, he isn't. No, the one died. The second oh. one died. Uh, there, there could, there, there's, I told you there was another white buffalo born somewhere, but it wasn't given the uh, same class as the first one was or the second one. I mean, miracle was the miracle of the of the prophecy. Uh, it, but when it, he it died, belonged to those. They, they ceremony his his death all the time and his birth still. And I said, you know, he died. It took the prophecy away. And see, people don't look at the truth. They want to believe that it's good. Oh, he was born. No, he died. He should still be here. He was bringing the purification in, uh, and he died. And then one other one was killed. I said, that's that's energy that shouldn't be there. It's like when Jesus was killed. Did everything become better because Jesus was killed? Of course not. But 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 Jesus brought only one religion, Christian Christianity. He didn't bring the religion. But, but, but right now, but but but. But uh, he di- uh, he didn't bring religion. No, Jesus didn't come here to teach religion. Oh. He didn't teach Christianity. He was teaching so, the so, message so. about God. God is not a religion. So when somebody tries okay, to okay. Yeah, yeah. God You're right. as religion, yeah. it's like, yeah, well, but. what religion is God? No, God's not a religion. He never will. Right, it it right. will never be. That's why they have taken his message. And uh, also the book was written 300 years after his uh, assassination uh, and uh, ascending to the heavens. And then, uh, now, uh, there are 800 divisions between the Christianity and Catholic and Protestant cannot even be neighbors to each other in United States and Belfast. Same. I mean, that's why Belfast has a wall uh, between the Christians. So, I mean, there is a little window. They open 6 a.m., the door uh, to the other side, so people can go to the other side of Belfast. But by 6 p.m., it's better to be here already because before the door closes. I mean, what the hell is going on? You know, in South Dakota, uh, they do uh, lodge. And they allow 
the native people that are in jail to go to sweat lodge on a Friday night. Uh, right. Which is, they're, they're not massive killers and things like that, so they're allowed to go to the sweat lodge. One of the big, uh, one of the big people didn't come back. He stayed out right. the extra night. So they gave everybody in jail three months. They gave everybody in jail three months more to serve out. And why they did that, because they would assume that these guys would beat that guy up and kill him. Luckily they didn't. They they accepted it. But uh, they, they threw three months on somebody because of somebody else. And that's really illegal. But... Uh, what, what, what goes on in a reservation is pitiful. I don't want to get into the really hardcore stuff, but again, I'm trying to deal with what we're looking for, how we're going to get it, and it's not the way people think it is going to be. You're not going to hear some great speaker tell you anything important. Well, what about me? Well, I'm only telling you stuff. You're supposed to put the stuff together and make something out of it. I could give you paper mache, but you've got to mold it into something. I can't do that for you. Right. So, uh, I was going to go into a couple other things today, but I don't know if I have time. Uh, let's see, i got about 20 minutes. Uh, I wanted to go into the elementals and, and dolphins and all those other things, all the other creatures on this planet. Uh, just trying to think if I should finish it up. Let me, I mean, let me dolphins, actually, dolphins actually work for U.S. military. I mean, when no, they, uh, they send it... Look, I, I was going to talk about that. Because you said that, i got to say something. I sure, was sure. very young, and Flipper was my favorite TV show. So I got to go see Flipper, the real Flipper, with his trainer. And I actually fed Flipper, the real Flipper, a fish and everything else. Uh-huh. And uh, I started going doing as much research on dolphins as I could. Which I did. I went to every library, every place I could. We didn't have computers in those days, but uh, I found every information about a dolphin. Dolphins have a brain exactly like ours. They have uh, just about every function they could do like we do. They're mammals. They, they give birth. They nurse their children and all that. They stay together as a pod. Uh, they like sex, just like humans do. But uh, what I was going to say is now, what happened when the train, I don't, I'm there with his name, but he also put the movie out, The Cove. And if you didn't see the movie, The Cove, you really should see it. It's horrible what they're doing to the dolphins, but it's a real movie. It's pathetic, it's sad, it's sick, and it's gross. But uh, why I'm saying that, because now I, I got involved with dolphins, I learned everything. Now, dolphins can learn 150 words. A monkey can only learn 50 a dolphin understands communication through TV as well, uh, which most animals cannot. Now, the other thing is they x-ray people when they see them, so they know everything inside you, uh, what kind of weapons you have on you and all those kind of things as well. They also can send out a stun vibration, which is they, what they only figured out recently when they attack a school of fish, how they stun them and they keep them in the ball and things like that. So right. they're incredible beings. But they do have this desire to be with humans. It's a natural thing. I'm going to try to go through this pretty fast. Right. I had it all kind of separate. But a, a person here in Hawaii... Yeah. But humans are danger for them. 
Well, no. So, I'll, I'll get to what you said. No, I'll finish that. Sure. But uh, there's a person here who did birthing, meaning he takes a woman that's pregnant out into the ocean, and they give birth to, to they, she gives birth to her child while the dolphins surround him in a circle. All right. Now, they do a prayer for two weeks before they go out there. It's not like they can say, hey, dolphins, we're going to meet on December 10th at 10 o'clock. No, they can't do that to wild species of animals, mammals swimming around in the ocean. They do their prayers, and the second they hit that water, whether it's the smell or something scent that brings the dolphins there automatically, and they swim and stay around the birth of the baby, after that happens, the childs are always tested. They're incredibly smart and intelligent. They don't get sick. And they have this inner communications with dolphins at that point as well. Now, the government only passed a law a couple years ago banning that in Hawaii. So now he has to go to other islands when a woman really wants to do it. Because he's not allowed to do it here. So, uh, I'm going to get to what you said. The government knows a lot more about dolphins than anybody else does. Except maybe me. But... uh, Basically, dolphins have this communication where they're trying to communicate with the human race. They have a lot to say to us. Whether we listen or try to listen is a different story. The government doesn't care what they say. But the government kills 10,000 dolphins a year. Uh, They torture them. They beat them. They tried to get the trainer, a flipper, to go there to work with them. And he said he would never do that. Uh, because, like you said, they strap bombs on them and try to make them be bombs. And but they want them to kill people. They want right. them to no, do no. that. They have. Uh, they call it under underground underwater uh, torpedoes. I mean, the way they can hit any submarine with a total accuracy than, yeah, than it, any other thing. Is, and and then they can go it. away. Right. I mean, no, no, it, it releases. No, no. I think. No, no, no. They blow up the dolphin. They don't care about the dolphin. Oh, really? Uh, wow. Yeah. The other thing is... I didn't know that. They're, they're trying That's to train dolphins. Wait, wait. They're trying to train dolphins to kill people. To actually kill them. Now, the reason why they're doing that, they want to protect their submarines when they're docked on the ocean floor and things like that. And in case divers come around, they want the dolphins to be able to take out the divers and stuff like that. They haven't had no luck, and that's why 10,000 dolphins die a year. They torture them and torture them, starve them. They do all kinds of horrible things to them. But uh, they don't care. I mean, the Philippines kill 10,000 dolphins at a time every month. The Japanese are killing the dolphins in large numbers to feed them to the schools. They feed the dolphins to the kids in school, as well as killing the whales. So, but in the interim... Dolphins and whales radiate sound waves. Those sound waves vibrate the planet. Whales have a great vibration. They can be heard anywhere in the world. So when they put their sounds out, they're vibrating the ocean. And it does a vibration to the planet. And it's called balance. And dolphins are the communicators. They were the ones that are supposed to communicate with the human race. That is why I came to Hawaii. Now, on top of what you said, when I came to Hawaii 18 years ago, my partner, who I'm with, uh, she's a she's a Buddhist. Her best friend is called the Dolphin Lady. 
she swims naked with the dolphins all the time and all these different things and she knows them, gave everyone a name and all that. So she said, oh, I'll introduce you to her so you get to swim with the dolphins. The only thing is, she's probably the most incredible swimmer I ever met. And I can't keep up with her. The dolphins could be on one side, and by the time I got there, they're on the other side. By the time I got there, they're on the other side. But uh, in the interim, where the, it's called the Black Sands here in Hawaii. And I had a house right. really close to there. And all of a sudden, the army came in. And they dropped all these black boxes along the coastline. Now, the boxes radiate a high-frequency signal for the harp system. Right. What it does to the dolphins, it destroys their their radar and their sonar. And it, it actually kills them. So the dolphins can't come in anymore. Uh, but they got all these boxes there. And then they bring the harp boat in, which reflects the sound waves as well. So, right. inside the truth of what I'm trying to get through all this, the right. government knows dolphins could actually work with humans and help us. But they don't want that. They don't want aliens working with us and helping us. They don't want anything to help us. They don't want anything to help us become other than what we are, slaves to their system. So, why I did this show, I, I looked at all the things that went on in my life that proved things to me and showed me how important and how how we're screwing these things up that could save us in so many different ways. I mean, it's like somebody saying, I'll, I'll eat the person that feeds me. Will you really? That's pretty stupid. Uh, the reptilians do, the greys do. I mean, a lot of these races eat humans, and they don't talk about that much. The government would never come out and say that. They'd have mass fear, and they don't want that, even though the aliens want fear, because they can eat that and use that. as. It's a horrible cycle that's going on right now. But dolphins and whales are part of the picture as well. Now, I got to swim with a dolphin uh, and, and dive with them and everything else. And what's so incredible is you don't have to hold on to their fin. They feel like sandpaper. So if you put your hand on them, it's going to pull you because your hand's like just stuck to their skin. And when I was diving with them, uh, and I wanted to go down. They take you down as far as down as you want to go. And all you have to say is, I can't go any further. They turn around and go back up. You don't have to, you can't say it on the water. You just have to think it. It's incredible. They use them with all the divers uh, when it's really far distances and stuff. And dolphins help them. They bring them down and everything. Uh, so the connection that they have with us is incredible if we allowed it. Uh, I mean, but they don't want the humans to understand that because they're just still slaughtering. Like you said, they need weapons and they're, they're turning a dolphin and trying to turn it into a weapon. Uh, but see, now they're going to have clones and robots, so they have their own weapons already. I mean, they'll make under robot, underwater robots real soon as well. Right. So that whole thing is, it's just like, let's try to get by, let's use what we can, tear it apart and use it. So... I feel sorry for dolphins. I feel sorry for whales more than any other creature because they're the most intelligent. They're exactly like us. I mean, they don't look exactly like us, but they think exactly like us in their own way, and they understand us as well. So, I mean, dolphins can understand sign language, words, or anything. Yeah, uh, so everything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But see, now, if you are the most intelligent animals in the... 
Uh, Here's something that no other creature can do. They could put three boxes under the water and put a, a, a sphere in one, a ball in the other, and, and, a, and, a, and a starfish in the other. And they'll tell the dolphin to go get the starfish. And he'll go up to the box, knock the box over that has the starfish. They use radar and sonar. They can see what's inside the box. That's why the Army wanted to use them so much. Well, we can get them an X-ray of this. And, and all. it's just a horrible excuse for killing dolphins, which are being slaughtered in large, large numbers. I haven't seen one dolphin. I go to the beach twice a day now. And I haven't seen one dolphin in six months. The whales should be coming back within the next month or two. Uh, and I'm going to see if they come into the area. Because basically I told you they put all these black boxes around this area. Right. So, right. so nothing... I mean, the fish still come in there. But uh, the dolphins don't. And I said, I mean, we got turtles. We've got lots of turtles. But I, I'm, I, they don't turn me on watching turtles going up and down in the water. But uh, dolphins, I, I like to call them and like at least put my hand on them if I could and and things like that. They're just incredible beings. Uh, and, they, and you get energy from them. It's not like they, they're they there to hurt you or anything. Uh, no, I think they sell tuna, uh, dolphin tuna as well, too, I believe. Is that right? No, no. no, no. The, oh, in Japan they serve it, yeah, but not in the United States. Uh, oh, okay. See, yeah, but when they put I, I, I know out, it's some place they do. Well, in the United States, all the tuna companies say they do not catch dolphins. Which is a lie. Uh, basically, every boat that goes out tuna fishing is only allowed to kill 10,000 dolphins a year. Now, if you rationalize that, who's counting the dolphins? Nobody. The fishermen. No, I mean, they're not counting. Right. No. I mean, yeah. unless they have a ranger on their boat that's watching them fish for the day, they don't count them. And say they do catch a couple of dolphins in the net while they're there. Well, we caught three dolphins today. And that's what they'll say. But it's not like if they kill 10 or 100 in the nets and things like that. Sadly, like the, 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 the whale boat, they pull the whale up on the boat and turn it into canned can tuna. A canned whale meat. It's against the law. They have to, and the boat actually has a sign on it saying it's scientific research, but they make canned can whale meat. That's not scientific research. But our government is not fighting any country about the ocean, which is another pathetic thing. And Greenpeace, the only saving grace that we have as far as the fish world and animal kingdom in the, in the ocean, a mammal kingdom, is considered a terrorist group inside the United States. And anything that goes down, the Greenpeace people get arrested. Not the people. I mean, the fishing boats that are doing illegal fishing inside of boundaries. Now, there's 10-mile law limits on all the Jersey shores, uh, California shorelines, where boats can't come inside that limit to go fishing. And when they do, right. nobody does anything except Greenpeace. I mean, they try to stop them, and, they, and then they arrest the people of Greenpeace. So it's pathetic right. at every level. Now, to show you how bad it was, I grew up, I grew up in Jersey. Japan came right. in a 10-mile net. And they went down a whole coastline. You know what a blowfish is, right? Right. Yes. Well, we had no blowfish for 10 years. And they did illegal fishing. 
nobody came down on them. You know, it's we're afraid of telling Japan that they can't do that. Why? They're going to destroy the world anyway. They're destroying the ocean right now. Uh, you know, it's pathetic. Everything that man says he's involved with trying to change, trying, write letters, writing letters, well, put them in a spaceship and send them out into space. See what happens. Nothing. Unless people are active as a conscious group and you need more than 10 people. You need more than 100 people. You need everybody to be involved. And the problem is most people can't or don't want to or don't have the time or have a great excuse not to. Right. But I just found an article for you. Military dolphins and sea lions, what do they do and who use them? Military trained uh, marine mammals, including dolphins uh, and sea uh, dogs, can detect underwater mines and intruders. Russian activities in Crimea now included uh, talking over Ukraine, uh, Ukrainian oh, no, no. military unit. Oh, no. I understand that. Realize, made up uh, uh, battalions of the dolphins. You don't think they could detect a bomb in the ocean as well as a dolphin right. can? Yeah. I mean, you think you a dolphin can go? The sea, the sea lions uh, do it too. Be, yeah. But uh, the dolphins use radar and sonar. The sea lion doesn't. So they can x-ray right. something to see what's inside it. Uh, and they could train them for certain right. things if it's inside it and all those kind of things. Exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah. there's, a, you know, there's old saying, anything can be used good or bad. But when it's used for both, it's bad. I mean, if you're going to use something for good, use it for good, but don't use it for bad too. I mean, a gun, you could shoot somebody or you could shoot an animal. I mean, uh, either way, usually something's going to die because of it. So right. when when Tesla created the harp system, he knew they were going to abuse it. And he said it. And one of the last things he ever said, they're not going to use my stuff wisely. Uh, the doomsday weapon, the earthquake machine, all these things Tesla came out with. Technology, he was working with an alien, so he was pretty pathetic as well. He wasn't no super genius like that. Yeah, well, he we created that. We have 18 harps, actually. Well, we he have created harps. Yes. I understand that. I know all about it, but that's not anything beneficial to the human race, really. It's only going to hurt no, us. No, 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 no. It's just bringing more uh, earthquakes, more well, uh, he created, fires. He created, uh, he created uh, the first, first earthquake machine in 19... I guess it was in the early 1900s. The very first 10 years of that, he created an earthquake machine. And he almost leveled the square block in New York City. So he copyrighted 200 inventions. He actually invented the first radio. So you think he was really that smart? The same as Einstein stole a lot of stuff from Russia. A lot of his notes and everything was stolen. But by the same token, he also worked with an alien. So that's why all the things that he said are becoming lies. He didn't know much. Well, my time's coming to an end. Uh, so people, uh, right. I hope you got something out of today. If you want to get in touch with me, hawksblood1al.com. Uh, check out Stranger Universe. Pull up those videos. Watch Sergeant 18 stuff. It's incredible. It's all the pictures we shot over the years. Every kind of thing you could imagine. Good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, mostly strange and, and beyond. Uh, so with that, 
Sunday, I, I don't know which way I'm going to go Sunday. Probably go back to the story of Jesus, which I really wanted to get into, which I didn't get into uh, Wednesday uh, or Sunday, last Sunday either. So uh, we'll see what happens by the end of the week. But please, go out there and do your search and do your research. Follow something. Make sure you follow it to the end. Don't uh, give up. Uh, somebody and and please don't, don't follow the blindly a blind person. Thank you very much, my friends. Well, God thank you, Mike, for coming in. We'll talk soon again. Yeah, appreciate you coming on. Okay. Till you next time, everybody. Uh, thank you very okay. much. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. And don't forget, send your prayers out to TJ. Uh, any Anything helps right now. Uh, I'll be back soon. We'll have a new topic for next time. Oh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I'm having my friend on. Top Exorcist, I call the Top Exorcist in the United States anyway. Uh, it will be an incredible show. Tune in. All right. Peace, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.